0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and Twisted Sister on Rock 102. It's back, Steve and Dave, but backs ain't here today. It's the Minus Back Show. (laughs) We talked about that yesterday. (laughs) We could just call it the Minus Show from now on because we ain't got nothing to add anyway. That's right. Uh, But today is an exciting day because it is a Thunderbird Thursday. That's right. We've got tickets to give away to a game, and Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, will join us in the 8 o'clock hour. And yesterday at the end of the show, I was saying it's a special day to celebrate a special food that backs would be very sorry about missing. It's National Tater Day today. Tater Day. Tater Day. Well, we'll get into all the eyes of the potatoes. <laughs> we will. This morning. All right. Also, we got another mass hat today. All right. We got now here this... Uh, and lots and lots of other things. I guess. It's uh it's five thirty five on Rock One oh two. Who? Sorry like, about that. Well oh, there I am. You know what <laughs> here's the thing. Here we gotta remember this. <laughs> I haven't worked this board in about two months. So uh, we're gonna have a little a little hiccup here and there. Oh, by the way, yeah. it's Steve and Dave today, Bax is out on the back Steve and Dave show. What do you do when the guy with the name that comes first on the marquee is not here? So we still call it the back Steve and Dave show, I guess. We ditch in the fat man and we're running lean. It's Rock One O Two. as for the weather today, highs of about sixty today, but we're probably gonna have some rain today and tomorrow. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump. Aquapump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood so from Tinseltown 3,000 miles away it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash well America's moral authority has spoken about Will Smith and Chris Rock oh yeah wait who let's see let me see the president of the United States nope Oprah Winfrey nope <laughs> keep going um h- how about uh, the Fresh Prince himself No. Uh, OJ Simpson is giving his two cents about Will Smith's viral slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars. (laughs) Thank God. Former football star Mm -hmm. and actor, acquitted murder defendant, and convicted armed robber took to Twitter on Monday to share his thoughts on the controversy. Simpson revealed he's currently in Delaware and has uh, been surprised that more people have stopped stopped him to ask his opinion on the Will Smith slap. See, people just ask him questions hoping he snaps and says something really stupid yeah i think what it is is live trolling yeah you know like the internet troll you go on twitter yes you know but this is like oh you see oj walking around in delaware yeah ask him something ask him something stupid maybe he'll snap hey juice what do you think about will smith yeah i don't know and what the hell is he doing in delaware of all places there's nothing in delaware nothing uh, uh, he may have maybe he's trying to get a job at a starbucks barista uh, uh, or some sort of you know any kind of number of things that you do in retirement Is the real estate holdings in delaware what is up in delaware he said look i understand the feeling in my life I've been through a lot of crap. I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had OJ routines. And I don't think I would want to bitch slap a couple of those guys, but, you know, you just got to accept that it's all human. So, in other words, he's he sort of given a a hall pass to Will Smith for the incident, right? Oh, big surprise well, that the guy no, who's been involved in violence in the past well, would no. <laughs> He's saying that he shouldn't have done that. Oh, that Will, okay. Will shouldn't have done oh, that. He okay. said, "I would love to have bitch slapped gotcha. some of those people." Yes, but well, it's just the way OJ talks. You mm-hmm. can't understand what he's saying until you actually kind of dissect it and bring it down. But thank God OJ has chimed in. I know because that was that was the one opinion I was waiting for was was OJ Simpson's. Uh, Chris Rock kicked off his stand up tour last night by asking the crowd uh, in Boston. How was your weekend? (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't have any material on the Oscars. He said, uh, at some point, I'll talk about that stuff, and it'll be serious, and it'll be funny. Yeah, somebody in the audience apparently yelled out, F. Will Smith! Yeah, probably. They wanted to egg him on. It's like, come on, give us some material. But Chris Rock wasn't delivering. Well, I mean, we can talk about this a little more later, but I would be mad if I was spending eight... if If you were like, oh, man... Let's go get those eight hundred dollars tickets to go see Chris Rock because yep. the ticket price shot up after the after the uh, sure the Oscars. Well, and, and look, if you're Chris Rock and you don't have material, yeah, what kind of comedian are you for crying out loud? You got to have something to say about that thing that just happened. The, the thing is, it's so raw. Yeah. at this point that yeah you should he should have at least said some kind Something, of joke right but whatever mm. i mean this this is what makes me think it's more staged every time i hear these things it makes me think it's staged even more <laughs> well the people that bought tickets to those yeah. shows cuz there's still more tonight at right. the wilbur theater in boston they're probably trying to resell those tickets right now on ebay or whatever yeah well now now you're ass out because you tick- just yeah you know he's not going right. to do that right, right? A uh, video has surfaced of Will Smith making fun of a bald band member on the Arsenio Hall show back in 1991. But the guy says he doesn't have alopecia and he wasn't bothered by it. He just took it as a joke. Mm-hmm. It's just—I it, it, think it was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Did you see that yep. article? Yep. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar really laid into Will Smith. Like, listen, man, I don't care—you know what you say—and yep. and, and it, and it, it, it basically look makes you look and the rest of the black community like a jerk yeah and as for bald people me had made fun of i think men can take it a little better Mm -hmm. than a woman maybe who has to suffer through baldness yeah well yes of course it does but you know again you don't get up in the middle of an award show and slap the host for something he said uh bruce willis is stepping away from acting uh after being diagnosed with aphasia It's a condition that affects a person's ability to speak or write or even understand words. Bruce is 67 years old. His wife, daughters, and ex-wife Demi Moore uh, made a joint statement yesterday on social media. They said to, to Bruce's amazing supporters, this is a really challenging time for our family and we are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. We are moving through this as a strong family unit and wanted to bring his fans in because we know how much he means to you as you do to him. As Bruce always says, live it up, and together we uh, plan to do just that. What an awful thing to happen to somebody. Yeah, so I guess that means no more Die Hard movies. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> How many did he make? Was it three or four? I don't well, even know. Kinda, that's kind of what he's doing right now. <laughs> I mean, that's it's an awful, yeah. awful thing. Yeah. It, you know, it's kind of ties in with dementia mm-hmm. and Alzheimer's and things like that, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. Yeah, scary uh, stuff. And, it, and again, if you're listening at 940 right now, you can just go back on the podcast and listen to the conversation we F- had. Funny how that works. Uh, let's see. David and Victoria Beckham had their house broken into while they were home. The masked intruder only hit one room, but they got away with thousands of dollars worth of designer and electronic goods. It's not like he can't just go down and buy another stereo system. That should be an easy fix. Radio Shack's right down the street. He could go get a realistic uh, stereo system. Yeah. Maybe. Playing some of those old Spice Girl hits on there. Yes. For his wife. Uh, NSYNC teased on Twitter that something is coming, but they didn't say what. Lance Bass? (laughs) <laughs> well, God. Oh, God? No, come on. That, come on, man! Fans are hoping it's a reunion. In <laughs> Sync hasn't released new music since they went on hiatus back in 2002. Yes, because they lost Justin Timberlake, right? He but- was the one that was really the the talent behind the band for sure. It's funny how those works. Was like, what is it? Uh, Harry Styles now is mm-hmm. the. Uh, the successful one of the One Direction people. They all became big stars. And that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.03 on Rock 102. The weather today highs of about 60 for tomorrow, highs in the 50s, rain likely both today. And tomorrow, the weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, we have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Let's we'll start with basketball. The Heat beat the Celtics last night, 106 to 98 Celtics blowing their chance to sew up the number one seed in the Eastern Conference heading into the playoffs. Also, Robert Williams will be out for a while. The 24-year-old center expected to miss four to six weeks after undergoing knee surgery for a torn meniscus. College hoops, the UConn ladies facing Stanford tomorrow night at the Target Center in Minneapolis as the women's final four will begin. And... In men's college basketball news, Shaheen Holloway goes from the Peacocks to the Pirates. Seton Hall hiring the 45-year-old Holloway, the Seton Hall grad, fresh off leading St. Peter's on its historic Elite Eight run. He takes over as the Seton Hall head coach. Hockey, the Bruins hosting New Jersey tonight at 7. You can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. It's a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. They're at Providence tomorrow. The T-Birds back home this Saturday. We'll have tickets to that game that you can win later on with Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, will join us in the 8 o'clock hour. And in football, TB12 has a new head coach. Yep, Tom Brady. Just after he got used to Bruce Arians, Arians stepping down, surprisingly. After three seasons as Tampa Bay's head coach, the 69-year-old moving into a front office role with the team, Defensive coordinator Todd Bowles will replace Arians as the head coach. That's it for your 102 Second Sports on Rock 102. Thinking about a brand new kitchen or bath? Now's the perfect time to make it happen. This is Bobby Boylard. Come down to Boylard Lumber and find everything you need, including top quality cabinets, hardware, and other materials from leading manufacturers and expert advice from our knowledgeable staff. Experience one renovation with us and you may never go back to a big box again. Build it once, Build it right with Boylard Lumber. Oak Street and Indian Orchard and online at boylards.com. When you call a Dell Technologies Advisor, they're focused on you. Ready to give advice on everything from Windows laptops to the cloud to keep your small business ready for what's next. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. The two Springfields Classic rock, at 610 and Van Halen on Rock 102. It's the Back Steve, and Dave show, except minus the Bax part. We've yeah. Got just, the day off today. Just for a day. Mm-hmm. Just yep. for a day. will be back tomorrow. we got highs of about 60 today, some rain likely today, 50s tomorrow. Also, potential for some rain tomorrow. So, I'm out to dinner last night, Steve, with some college buddies of mine. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, Billy and Jeff having a good time at Lulu's in Enfield. Plug to them. Good meal. Lulu's. Yeah, some wings and some pizza and stuff like that. And we're talking, catching up on old times. And uh, my buddy Billy tells me a story about his sister who lives, I think, downstate Connecticut somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. And she's in a parking lot somewhere, and she sees a dog running around with a collar on. And she's like, oh, you know, the dog must be lost. She doesn't see an owner anywhere. So she scoops the dog up, a little dog. And just as she's trying to comfort the dog and, you know, pet the dog and looking around to see where Mm -hmm. it might belong to, this guy comes running up to her, screaming profanities. Leave my effing dog alone. You put that Mm -hmm. dog down. You're trying to steal my dog. And she's like, what are you talking about? I I saw it running around by itself. I didn't see any owner. I I thought I'd just... Scoop it up for a moment and try and find the rightful owner. Here. Right. Here's your dog back. Thank you. And N- nothing. 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 And not only that, he then went on Facebook and shamed her for that. But Did he know her or did he I, uh, did he I know think, who she was? I think he, he snapped pictures. He, oh, okay. <laughs> and so she had to then get somebody to remove that stuff from Facebook, have yeah. a confrontation. I mean all over a dog you know people uh if if you're not ha- you don't have your dog on a leash mm-hmm. in a public place right then why would you expect why wouldn't you expect anyone to try to help your dog right find its owner especially I mean, in a parking lot there's cars driving everywhere you know the dog could get run and, over i mean c- yeah listen if i'm in a parking lot and my dog gets out of the car mm-hmm. accidentally mm-hmm. First of all, I'm not going to let it run around. You know, and and, and it's, it's I kind of want to know more of the backstory. Obviously, we don't know what 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 happened with this guy, where the dog came from, or what he was doing. I, apparently, the dog belonged uh, to him, and I you but, know I don't know whether he was just upset that the dog had gotten loose, or maybe he had ulterior motives to try and like sue her somehow, and and you know get some monetary damages. I mean, who knows? Because he was setting it up that way with the Facebook post. You know, uh, I think a lot of people. What they want is to be somehow victimized. Like mm. they, they want to be, they want attention on them. You know, it's it's almost like a, like a, uh, f- clout. They want mm-hmm. they want clout. They want people to feel bad for them somehow because they okay. they look on social media and they see everybody else being you know taken care of with uh, you know if somebody's injured they have GoFundMe accounts or right. whatever mm-hmm. and they're like, where's my day? Yeah. Where's my light in the sun? So they kind of create their own issue in order to do that. Social media is a monster anyway. I mean, people go there, to your point, for approval, and they go there again and again and again because they get feedback and approval where people like their video or they like, quote-unquote, like something they said, and that apparently feeds their ego, which is kind of what you're talking about. Social media is... Enormously damaging. It's horrible, yeah. and you know, a good example. Yesterday, I was talking to a, a girl upstairs here in the office, mm-hmm. and uh, she was talking about her kids. She heard me talking about uh, my my kids and the picky eating thing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about picky eating children. Uh, yep. And she was explaining to me about her her kid and and the issues that she's had with him, where he's very picky. He only eats pasta with butter. He doesn't want to eat any other kind of thing. And I'm just like sitting there going, "Listen, it's gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. These right. kids eventually come around, sure. and you can't. I know you can't force feed them, but mm-hmm. they're gonna be okay. It's not like, it's not abuse because you're not denying the child food. Right. The kid just doesn't want to eat the food that you're giving him, so yeah. you kind of got to cater the meal. I get that. The problem, and I told her this. I said the problem lies within you going on social media and you seeing all of these perfect people and all yes. these perfect families uh, allegedly perfect uh, uh, what, but, you but, that, but you see the image of their quote perfection yeah. that's all you see and, you don't know what's really going on and that's the thing yeah. and i've always tried to kind of like you know pull back the curtain a yep. little bit you know my kids when they had meltdowns when they were they were kids mm-hmm. you know you pull out the recorder and you start <laughs> recording that stuff because it's like you, I'm a human being. Sure. Like you you got to deal with all this stuff. And it's funny in the in the moment and then you got yeah. bl- then you got blackmail material for later in their life. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So but 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 my point to her was mm-hmm. stop looking at all these people who say uh, you know you need to do this with your kid. You mm-hmm. need to do this with your kid. And look how uh, perfect my life is. And yep. look look how things are going. It's not reality. Nope. Reality is people are human beings and we all screw up and we all have kind of mundane lives if you really kind of look at it but we're highlighting the best of it which is good in a way but it also makes other people feel inadequate about their lives exactly right and facebook is like a drug the more you see comments and like quote likes on there the more you need to make yourself feel good if you're deriving pleasure from facebook if you're just using it as a pastime it's fine but if you put any stock yeah and these people who are supposedly your friends on facebook it ain't gonna work for you because you're gonna need more and more and more to feel better about yourself they're not friends they're just acquaintances yes, that's right you know uh, if you have any thoughts phone number here there you go 293-1021 we'll take your calls and uh we'll be back after this, it's backs Steve and Dave without backs on Rock 102. The Drake Project in Amherst is a game changer. Rock 102, backs Steve and Dave minus the backs part. He'll return tomorrow. That's Foo Fighters, who, by the way, have canceled all of their remaining tour dates for the rest of the year because of the death of their drummer Taylor Hawkins. Horrible situation. But it's interesting, Steve. Mm-hmm. Rolling Stones didn't cancel their whole tour when Charlie Watts. Their drummer passed away. They took about a month off. They found another drummer back out on the road. And now, I'm not saying one or the other is correct. It's just interesting how two bands, two big bands, have dealt with things like this. Well, I was mentioning to you off the air, uh, maybe uh, Keith Richards needed more money for heroin (laughs) back in the day. And uh, we got to make more money. Can't get an eight ball around here. What's going on? (laughs) We got to continue the tour. Yeah. All right. I'll buy that, maybe. You never know. It's interesting. So we were talking before about the the power of social media Mm -hmm. and how Facebook is a drug and you mentioned that you had that conversation with one of the co workers upstairs about kids and eating food and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, she heard me talking about my kids being a little picky mm-hmm. in the way they eat. And then uh, she was telling me about her her kid, and the kid doesn't want to eat what they offer him. Mm-hmm. He only wants to stick with uh, like pasta and things. But the kid's five years old. Right. So, you know. Kid, five-year-olds can be very, very picky. I don't know if you know that Yeah, well, It's been a long time for me with because my boy is now 35. Yeah. But you've got girls who are a little closer to the age of five. There's a poll out. This is interesting. Parents apparently use bribery to get their kids to eat vegetables. And they bribe them with junk food, apparently. The most popular foods to bribe kids with? Ice cream and chocolate. Now, did you did you have to use any of those tactics with your girls? Uh, I did bribe. I did <laughs> not use food, you know, junk food. I used money <laughs> because uh, you know my kids uh, they they like to buy things every once in a while, right? Little trinkets or whatever, you sure. know, whatever they want to spend their money on. So uh, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody's home, mm-hmm. I now have more time to cook food, but right. I and I actually like to cook. I'm not, you know, it's just. Alaska. Obviously the brisket you cooked for St. Patrick's Day was great. Yeah, I, mean, I can survive, you know what I mean like I, yeah. I can I can cook things and, mm-hmm. and I like making like those those comfort foods yep. okay you know I used to do I love doing shake and bake. It's so easy because it's you know' it's, yep. it's just it's easy to do and sure. it's like a big chicken nugget yep and so I, I try to do those things and then I'm like, all right, you know what I'm gonna try to this kid this kid will not eat broccoli right you know I cannot get this kid to eat broccoli at all. So I took three pieces of broccoli, Mm -hmm. and I put it on the plate along with the other food. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen, I'll give you $5 if you eat this one piece. I'll give you $10 if you eat two pieces. Wow. And I'll give you the whole $20 if you eat all three pieces. And? And it was like- Watching uh like the Fear Factor when somebody was trying to put a worm down their throat. Yeah, you know she's putting the fork up to her face and she's doing, and then finally she's like, oh, "I can't do it. It's not worth the money." Really? Yeah. She didn't do it. Wow. Now get this. Yep. Fast forward two yep. years later, now, right to this year, mm-hmm. this kid becomes a vegetarian. <laughs> Out of all the things yeah. that you wouldn't think you're child would turn into right. is a vegetarian. Wow. Now I'm welcoming that because I'm like, all right, fine, because mm. I like vegetables and I like, you know, making stir fries and sure. things like that. But uh, see, that's the thing though, and that's what I was trying to explain to to the girl upstairs. I right. said, listen, this it doesn't last forever. Right. Like you gotta kinda you just let them grow into it, if you will. Well plus you could trick your kids too. I mean I guess you could take that broccoli and you could puree it up and yeah. put it in with the shake and bake sauce you know, and, and then it, it it's, like, right on top of the chicken you nuggets, know, you know? I tried doing that, too, with, like, an immersion blender, <laughs> yeah. and then you just grind it up, and yeah. then you put it in, like, tomato sauce. And they don't know what they're eating at that point. They don't, but it's more of the inconvenience of doing that yeah. than it is of, you know, trying to <laughs> yeah. trying to get them to eat it. It's easier to just let them develop into whatever they, they're going to be eating. I know? hear you. Well... Hey, just part of the problem of being a parent, I guess. And whether and when did when did chicken nuggets when did they become the go-to food for kids? I mean, at some point, we made the switch from whatever it is that we were eating as kids mac and cheese, yeah. grilled cheese sandwiches. Now, chicken nuggets are the go-to food for well, kids I, because I, it's a convenient food for the parents too. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's easy to cook. It's easy to throw them in the oven fifteen twenty minutes. They're done and you got a meal for the kid. Yep. So it, I mean, it's easy to do. It, it probably started back in the 90s mm-hmm. when more people started, you know, more you know families were full-time working families sure. and and that's how it came to be. So there hey, you go. We got an update on juror number 33 in the Nathan Bills police assault case in Springfield. That's straight ahead part of news on Rock 102. Now, he's 6.31 at Rock 102. It is time for news, which is brought to you by Aquapub, the experts on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. And here is Dave Coombs. And alongside Steve Nagel, without backs today. He'll return tomorrow. So in Springfield, we've been talking about the Nathan Bills police assault case. And recently, the problems with juror number 33 Here's the latest on that. Apparently, juror number 33 had become so upset uh-huh. that she was affecting the rest of the jury members, and they had to sort of you know, take a little time out and figure things out. And apparently, the defense attorneys tried to bounce her out of the entire proceedings because they were saying, look, this is adversely affecting our defense here. Well, apparently, the judge wasn't buying it, mm-hmm. and juror number 33's mood has since improved and apparently the other jury members are saying it's not going to affect us don't worry we'll be able to make our decisions she'll be back and that's what's happening now so for a while it looked like this whole trial might get tossed out it almost seems like uh, how do you calm a juror down? Do you give him a Snickers bar or you know something? <laughs> shot of whiskey, maybe. Yeah, not not feeling yourself today? <laughs> you know, here's, yeah, right. here's your Snickers bar. Yeah, a shot of whiskey. That you see, yeah, that's the thing. When you're in that jury room, have you ever been on a jury before? I never have. I've always wanted to do that. Although, you know, there are only a few cases I think or types of cases that you'd really want to be involved in. Otherwise, it's probably a total snooze. Years ago, I was at the uh, the lovely Roderick Ireland Courthouse when it was called something else but it was it was uh the mold had just started growing there this was going back like 20 years ago gotcha and i got called for jury duty uh down there mm-hmm. and uh what what a it's just a boring boring time yeah. waiting to get picked and i'm thinking i'm not going to get picked in this whole thing right and I did. Okay. I wound up getting picked for a case. What and kind of what can, can you say? What kind of case it was? Or yeah, not? it was a uh, yeah because because uh, it didn't even work out anyway. But it gotcha. was a it was a like a drug case. It was okay. a, like a somebody had possession of drugs or cocaine or something like that. Gotcha. And so I got picked to be on on the jury. Mm-hmm. And as we're we went through two days of waiting for this thing to happen. Right. But I've never I've never been part of the actual trial mm-hmm. and and the decision making. Right. Uh, but they shove you in this room, and they basically dismiss the case because the prisoner couldn't get a ride from the jail over to hmm. uh, over to the courthouse. Right. Again, 20 years ago, I don't know, transportation issues, something happened. Sure. But we had waited two different days where they dismissed us early. Yeah. But we're sitting in this room. You can't talk about anything. You, right. The only thing you can talk about is just, like, normal, everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. They really need like a charcuterie board or (laughs) or some sort of any kind of cured meats or cheeses. Video games to to be offering something. Yeah, but uh, I guess at that courthouse they would probably offer you just you know botulism (laughs) or something, some other kind of disease. Yeah, I got called one time to uh, showed up and you know they did the whole discovery process Uh and then I was dismissed before, so I I wasn't even needed. So that was I served my uh, my time so to speak by just showing up and then was dismissed, and I don't have to show up again. I guess, what, it's like 10 years or something like that? Every 10 years you come up for jury duty? Uh, In Massachusetts, it's every three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, they can call you every three years. I haven't... You know what? Now that we're talking about it, I'm going to get... I guarantee you I'll get the notice (laughs) in the mail in the next couple of weeks. Well, maybe you'll get a good case, at least. Who knows? Uh, Meantime, Chickabee calling continued code violations at the Cabotville Mill Complex outrageous and a joke. Members of the city council zoning committee in Chicopee agreed Wednesday that the owner should get no more second chances. Now, they closed the entire complex, as we've been telling you about all week. Right. Because there were after-hours parties going on in there, and there were problems with the fire alarm system and all sorts of other issues there. So they had to clear everybody out. And now the owner is like, "Well, okay, I'll just reapply for, you know, a new license." And the town council says, "No, you won't do that. You can't do that. You get no more second chances." The committee voting 7 to nothing to recommend rejecting the request by 4 Perkins LLC for special permit renewal. That would prevent the developer from requesting a new permit for the next 2 years. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that whole complex at this point. The owner that was in there is out and Nothing going on until they fix the fire alarm and other security systems in that complex. I don't understand why when you own a building, you don't know those rules. Mm -hmm. Like They tell you all that stuff when you apply. Like, hey, you need to have this kind of fire system in here. You need to have all these things up to date. Mm -hmm. How do you think you're going to get away with that if you got all these tenants in there and- you know, the fire department is going to be on the, on the case about this because it's a safety issue. Yeah, I think you, I think you yeah. just look the other way in that case when you're the owner of a building. Like, you, you're in, you've yeah. got your clients, you've got your income and revenue coming in. It's like, I don't need to worry about anything anymore. Well, a slumlord, that's what you call it. <laughs> slumlord, not the landlord, the right, slumlord. Exactly. MGM Springfield has a new plan to help people with gambling problems. Now, uh, this is an interesting one to me. They're working in conjunction with the State Gaming Commission at MGM Springfield. They're unveiling something called Play My Way. It's a voluntary budget tool designed to address problem gambling. So if you're a gambler and you enroll, you get automatic notifications on your phone as you approach your budget for the week or the month when it comes to gambling. if gamblers continue to play, notifications will be received at 25% intervals. Do you think this is going to stop problem gambling? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to ask you, Dave, have you ever met like a, an alcoholic or anybody with any kind of sort of addiction? I was married to an alcoholic, Steve. And, well, there you go. Yep. Hey, uh, well, did you drive her to drinking? Just, <laughs> and, and and by the way, my dad had a huge gambling problem. He's since passed away, but right. he, a big time gambling problem. So do you think your dad or your ex would voluntarily sign up for a program going you know what Uh, I think uh, I might have a drinking problem yeah Uh, I I think I might sign up for this uh, this first stop uh, program right where somebody comes and tells me hey Maybe you're drinking too much, right? It's not. It's not going to happen. So if I'm at the yeah. bar and I'm ordering my fifth drink, I'll suddenly get a notification on my phone saying you hit your budget you for hit, the night and you hit your limit. <laughs> Slow down. Uh, I think it's a nice idea, mm-hmm. I guess. For but there's there's only going to be certain kinds of people doing that. Uh, I would imagine, like, old ladies would sign up for something like that. You know, the ones that go to the slots. Right. Uh, don't spend all your Social Security check in one shot here, Grandma. And and they probably have their own fail-safe built into the system anyway. They know when they're over gambling, and so those people don't need this, prob- this Listen, whole service. Listen, uh, my mother, God rest her soul, would she would consistently go on these bus trips down in Florida. Mm-hmm. After my father passed away, she kind of... She kind of needed something to do, right? So she was joining all these groups, the church groups and things like that. Well, all those church groups had buses once a month mm-hmm. to the to the Tampa casino, to the uh, Hard Rock casino in Tampa. <laughs> Great. You know, religion it, and gambling. Well, because you pay 30 bucks to right? get on the bus mm-hmm. and then they give you like free lunch right? and then they give you like $20 in free play on the slot machines. Wow. It's not a bad deal and then, you know, Thank you, Jesus. Um, and then, you know, we'd go to visit my mom, and she'd be like, "Here, I got you a Hard Rock sweatshirt, or I got you." <laughs> yeah. It was all this tchotchke crap sure. that she was buying with the points. You you wouldn't been you wouldn't have been able to stop her from doing those kinds of things. Yeah. And y- you know, we just figured, all right, well, it's her money; she can do what she wants with it. It's not like she's she's in the poorhouse thing. But I don't know if this program's going to work. Now, have you ever done stand up at a casino? By the way. Yes, yes. And, and how does that work? I mean, do, do you do you get paid anyway, like a flat fee, or do you do you rely on people like paying their way into the room to watch your stand-up comedy? Well, I've been part of those situations yeah. when, like, in the early days, yeah. you know, because you're just trying to get stage time and right. you just want people. to sure. So, you know, it, it's one of those you bring four people with you yeah. because nobody wants to see a nobody do stand-up comedy. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. But when you when when you get booked for shows. You, you know if you're opening for somebody or you're hosting a show that you're right. you know opening for a big na- bigger name act, that's when you get the the fixed rate. But I would think that the <laughs> the audience for you as a stand-up comedian yeah. at a casino would be a tough audience, I would think because you're you're trying to tell jokes in front of frustrated broken down gamblers who just lost all their money. And that's the difference between the two there's there's different audiences. Yeah. When you have the free comedy show, right. you know, you're walking by a a, co- sure. a club and the guy goes, "Come on in, It's free, you know, free <laughs> right. comedy." That's the worst kind of show because those sure. people weren't looking for comedy. They're just looking for the free drinks that you offer them when you walk in the sure. door.
1: Sure.
0: Uh so th- that's the difference in, in the audiences. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that mm-hmm. again. But people who pay to see a show, if they pay $30 for a ticket, they're invested in that. Mm -hmm. They're ready to laugh. Hey, have you done your taxes yet? Oh, yeah. I did those months ago. I have not done my taxes yet. And if you haven't done your taxes yet, you might want to avoid TurboTax. They're in big trouble. The Federal Trade Commission suing the maker of TurboTax, saying the popular tax filing tool is often billed as free... But millions of customers are later hit with charges and fees that aren't part of the advertising that TurboTax puts Uh, out there. So in a far-reaching campaign on advertising, TurboTax heavily stresses the, quote, free Nature of its service. Some commercials have consisted almost entirely of people repeating the word "free." TurboTax is free. Oh, I didn't know TurboTax is free. Yes, it's free. Yeah, you can't do that. It leads customers to believe they will not have to pay their to to, to pay to file their taxes. According to the FTC, the free version of TurboTax is not available to about two thirds of people. Filing their taxes. Well, then that would make it not free, right? Uh, I use this online program called Online Taxes, mm-hmm. and I've used it for almost ten years now, right? And I swear by it because they keep all your information from the previous year. They mm-hmm. so all that stuff carries over. The thing that I really uh, that annoys me about the IRS and the tax system is they know the numbers already. They have all this information. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we go through this whole like charade because I think I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that I did my taxes and I screwed up, but I screwed up and they fixed it in my favor. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, 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 no. You, you actually get you're getting an extra thousand dollars. You You miscalculated somewhere. Well, then if you already know that, why am I even wasting my time doing these yep. things? It, it almost seems like just a big money grab. Right. Well, good luck. If you haven't done your taxes le- uh, yet, like me, which I haven't, I'm going to have to find somebody other than TurboTax to do them now. We've got highs of about 60 for today with rain likely tomorrow. 50s, rain also likely tomorrow. Coming up next in the Mass Hat, a robber who should have his criminal card taken away. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Classic Rock, at 6.50 with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, Bax is off today. Yes. He'll be back at it tomorrow with us. He is, and let me just put, because I got to tell you about this stuff, but, you know, the problem is, Dave, <laughs> I haven't worked this side of the board in a while, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to, uh, to, to fill you in on a few things. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, everyone has a dream uh, project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project with Dave Minor. Uh, ex- uh, Dave Minor uh, Exterior Home improvements. You could win $2,500 in cash, which could you which you could use uh, towards like putting some relaxation in your summer with the 21st Century Pools and Spas, Lumber for Your Building Project from Hampshire Lumber, Repairs to your well, or putting in a water treatment system from Aquapump, or tree care or remover from DLNG Tree. And uh, you want to get in on this action? Mm-hmm. You got to go to Rock102.com starting April 4th and sign up. One winner will be chosen at random. Pick your project built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Visit them at DaveMinerRoofing.com and of course Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. Now on to the stupid people. <laughs> Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Warren, Ohio, which is about 50 miles outside of Cleveland. So there's a 22-year-old guy walking down the street Sunday night when a guy in a ski mask walks up and robs him. Okay. So the mugger asks the guy if he's a drug dealer because he thinks well if he's a drug dealer he's got lots of cash on him whatever he pulls a knife and the guy says no i'm not a i'm not a drug dealer well he did have about 80 bucks in his wallet so Mm -hmm. the robber stole the 80 bucks and then rode off on a bicycle but before he left the robber made the guy pinky promise that he wouldn't call the cops Pinky promise. Yes. Well, oh, that's a nice way to say, hey, look, uh, help a brother out here, you know, I guess. But he should have his criminal card taken away. I mean, come on. If you're a bad guy, if you're a criminal and you call for somebody to, hey, pinky promise that you're not going to call a cop. I mean, come on. That's not a real criminal. Well, did he pinky promise, but then put his fingers behind his back and cross them so he knew it wasn't going to happen? No, Jesus. no. The man telling cops later when he was interviewed, he ignored the request to pinky promise or broke his promise. He wouldn't say which of the two, by the way. Well, I was going to say I think I would say, "Yeah, okay, here you go. Pinky promise. I'm not going to tell anybody." Right. And then immediately go tell the police yes. because that's the kind of person I am. The cops have not found the mugger as of yet. But I mean, I think you should, there are probably some places you could be looking for a wimp like this who's going to make his victim pinky promise something. I mean, Well, what? it's 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 nice to hear though that uh, criminals are becoming more kind. As as humanity progresses, if you will. The kinder, gentler type yeah. of criminal out there. Excuse me, uh, could I have your $80 in your pocket? Oh, no? Well, here, I have this knife here for you. Okay, here, uh, thank you for the $80. Now, listen, uh, let's avoid any kind of confrontation with the law by putting your pinky out yeah. and wrapping them together and then promising me that you'll never call the police. <laughs> and while we're bonding here, let me show you some pictures of my kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know what it is? You take out your wallet. Hey, you want to see my pride and joy? And it was one of those pictures with the the, the, the pride and the, jo- and the joy soap <laughs> yeah. in there. Or, or a I, picture of my kids with little goats on it. I think this whole routine should be on Saturday Night Live because the crap that they put on that every Saturday night, I think we just wrote a better routine for them right here. And as long as we're on the mass hat, let me just put this one in there as well. There's a Kentucky hotel that's letting people bring their house plants to the hotel. They've teamed up with an Elwood Hotel and Suites. They're offering a special set of amenities to guests that might be traveling with their house plants. Who's doing that? Right? Listen, I'm taking a road trip next month. <laughs> I got a tree in my house. It's the only living you know, uh, plant that I have. I somebody's going to come over and watch the house and water that. Like, I'm not taking that whole thing with me to the hotel. This is being called the world's first plant-friendly hotel experience, and it kicks off April 8th, and it's going to offer something called the Gardener's Premier Corner Room Package, Mm. where the suites were specifically chosen for their abundance of, quote, plant-friendly natural light. Guests... And here's the kicker here. Guests will also have the option to purchase, quote, plant-centric perks like... A garden mojito cocktail made with blackberry syrup, fresh herbs, and edible flowers. Oh, that sounds good. So that's where they get you, right? Because they're going to charge an exorbitant amount of money for that special cocktail. I would imagine so. Now, did you ever leave anything behind at a hotel room before? Oh, yeah. yeah, Charger, phone chargers, right. I think, is the case. Because you, you can go to the lost and found at most hotels, and you can find an enormous like bin of yeah. chargers that people leave behind. Do they give them to you if you? you can, just- yes, they do. They do. Yes, if you happen if you match up with one and it's not even yours, they'll give it to you. They don't want to hang on to these things forever. So you, I mean, if you're uh, you're looking for a plant, mm-hmm. like, you know how many people are going to be? Yeah, if you're bringing all your house plants with you, right? You forget one behind. That's and, right. And you walk up to the front desk and you're like. Can I have a cactus? Uh, do you have? A, uh, did you guys find a cactus around here? As a or matter of fact, we did. Maybe a rhododendron yeah. or or some sort of rose bush, perhaps yeah. lilacs. Yeah. Well, Steve, look, I know you're going on vacation soon, and you're talking about going down to uh, whatever South Carolina. Yep. Maybe you should go to Kentucky instead, and have a plant-friendly hotel experience with you and your kids. I couldn't think of a place I'd rather not be than Kentucky. That's the pl- Kentucky is... It's not like you're... I guess if you're a bourbon drinker, you'd go to Kentucky. Right, right. Uh, I want to go to the beach. Yeah. I want anything to do with Kentucky. Yes. Maybe fried chicken. I don't know. Uh, that's about it. And you're probably right. If you're a plant lover... Are you going to Kentucky anyway? You're probably going somewhere else that might be more plant-friendly. I don't know. California comes to mind, not Kentucky. A uh, plant-loving type of community. Sure. Uh, Coming up next hour, we've got Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the Thunderbirds, on a Thunderbird Thursday, and your chance to win tickets to Saturday night's game. Straight ahead, we've got the 102-second sports on Rock 102. Everyone has a problem. following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102. You know, and it might help if I turn the microphone on. Yeah, I, I try try. Like, You know what? It's like Bax is still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mistakes continue on the Bax, Steve, and Dave show, even without Bax in attendance. Highs of about 60 today with some rain. Highs of about 50 tomorrow with some rain likely as well. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. NBA last night. Heat beat the Celtics 106-98. to Boston blowing their chance at the number one seed in the Eastern Conference as they head toward the playoffs. Also, Robert Williams will be out for a while. The 24-year-old center is expected to miss four to six weeks after undergoing knee surgery. For a torn meniscus. In college basketball, the UConn women getting set for a date at the Target Center in Minneapolis tomorrow night against number 1 seed Stanford. The NCAA men's tournament will resume on Saturday. Hockey, Bruins hosting the New Jersey Devils tonight at 7. You can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. Also, the Springfield Thunderbirds at Providence tomorrow back home Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. And don't forget, former UMass star, defenseman Matt Kessel with the team for the remainder of the season. Tom Brady has a new head coach. Bruce Arians. Stepping down. The 69-year-old apparently done with coaching, but he's going to Take over a front office role with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the new head coach will be the defensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, who replaces Arians. In soccer, the U.S. men's national team backing their way into the World Cup. They lost last night to Costa Rica 2-0, but they still qualified for the big tournament this fall. And in baseball... Spring training action. The Red Sox beat the Braves 10-7. Boston at 8-5 during the spring training schedule. Not so much for the Washington Nationals. They're now 1-10 after losing yesterday 29-8 to the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, that was a baseball score. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102. With back Steve and Dave and ACDC. That's Brian Johnson era ACDC. Mm-hmm. Love Brian Johnson, by the way. He's a car fanatic. He races cars in his spare time. And a buddy of mine belongs to the same golf course he does in Florida on the West Coast. And apparently this golf course, it's sort of a nice country club, but they allow the guys to play shirtless and barefoot if they want to. What? Yeah. And Brian Johnson shows up and does that all the time. And he's a pretty good golfer. He No shirt. No shoes, no dice, and he plays golf like that. You see what happens when you have lots and lots of money. You can do whatever the hell you want to. Yeah, but they let anybody right. They let anybody who's a member do that at this club. And by the way, normally you're supposed to play what in foursomes. Yeah, they allow they allow seven, eight guys at once in a group to go out as long as they're playing fast. I think it's pretty cool. Actually, I, yeah, I guess I can see that <laughs> in a way. Uh, hey, Dave, how about a uh, M. I the a-hole? I'll take it. Yeah. Am uh, I the a-hole for making a joke about my brother's affair at his wedding. When I was in <laughs> elementary school, I was the type of kid who uh, got, quote, disrupts class often on their report card. So I never focused much on school. My district had the system where they would pair high schoolers with younger kids to help them with school, etc. And my mom made me do that after I kept getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. So my tutor was a freshman, Abby. So she would uh, come to our house after school and help me with my homework or something. I barely remember. My brother John was the same age as Abby, so they would talk to each other, and then they ended up dating. She stopped tutoring me officially after, like, a month, but since she was at our house a lot, I talked to Abby quite, quite often, and we were close as well. Fast forward 10 years later, Abby and John get married and have a kid together. Mm-hmm. Five years later, John tells me he's getting a divorce because he's met someone new. It sucked because I liked John and Abby together a lot, but whatever— Then he tells me he had an affair with his new girlfriend. Also sucks, I told him uh, he shouldn't have hurt Abby like that, but also whatever. A lot of whatever's in here. Oh, I also asked Abby how she was doing, and she was not doing well, but she told me she didn't want her to be the reason I have a bad relationship with my brother. However, two months before the wedding, Abby calls me and tells me that my brother's girlfriend has been harassing her nonstop. She showed me the text, and his girlfriend was saying some pretty disturbing things about how she's so much better than Abby, taunting Abby for having to share custody of her kid now and all that jazz, just making fun of her and bullying her. I uh, I told my brother. Uh, yeah, I, I lost it here. This is reading off the screen there. I told my brother about mm-hmm. this, and he said he would ask his girlfriend about it. A month later, I asked him if he ever brought it up, and he said he did, but saw nothing wrong with the text, which pissed me off, and I confirmed that he saw the same text I saw. Abby apologized for involving me in the whole thing in the first place and encouraged me to still go to the wedding, where my brother asked me to make a speech. Oh boy, here we go. The speech went well until I made a joke. The gist of the joke was uh, me turning to his new wife and telling her... That if she's learned anything from this, uh, she should know that my brother will never let his wife stop him from finding the love of his life. Oh, man. wow. This got my (laughs) brother and his wife really mad, and they kicked me out shortly after, and my brother has been calling, texting me, nonstop yelling at me. Uh, So, um, am I the a-hole? For telling a joke about my brother at his wedding and his infidelity. Huh. Uh, I think so. I mean, like, yes, it happened, but it doesn't mean you have to tell the story in front of an entire room of people. I'm on the comedian side here. Okay. I think that's uh, you know what? You got to point out the obvious sometimes. It's fair game. Kind of like Chris Rock the yeah. other night. With yeah, the- exactly. So that's you know. you're. I get. I get it. You're siding with the comedian. You're, okay. You're a comedian. You're telling jokes. Yeah. But uh, this guy is not a comedian. But he's got some passive aggressiveness to him, and yeah. he's uh, he wants to re- kind of wants to jab it in. I think he should be hooking up with Abby. Well, that's which, the other. That's which, the other interesting part to this. So yeah. the, the the brother. She marrying the babysitter? Is that what she was? She was the babysitter? She was a tutor at one point. They're older now. They're all adults. Right. But still, uh, maybe he was the one who really had a crush on this girl Mm because he said how much he he likes her and he Mm -hmm. likes being around her and he likes talking to her. Uh, That sounds like a guy who's hung up on her. Okay. Say, you know what? So why not jab a knife into my brother's new relationship (laughs) by telling a joke about his affair? So you say you say that's okay. I say that's fine. You know, anything goes yeah. when you stick a microphone in somebody's hand, no yeah. matter what the venue is, and he's going to tell some jokes, you got to put up with whatever the jokes are. Yeah. All I, right. I I had a I didn't get a chance to do it. I had I was in a like a shared best mm-hmm. man situation right? where my my best friend's brother was the best was the ultimate best man. Right? And then the, the other two friends, right? you know, we were the second best men. Yep. Whatever. It it doesn't matter to right? me. But uh my friend's mother wanted me to do a speech, but I was very, very drunk. You know, so there was really no no one was gonna give me a microphone because, right? because my joke was gonna be because he was with this horrible, horrible girl before her. Gotcha. And I was gonna say, Who's <laughs> glad this is uh, Mike and uh joanna's wedding instead of uh you know mike uh, mike and uh you know mary's wedding you gotcha know, that kind of thing that would have been funny yeah and i think people would have laughed i think there would have been some upset people yeah. as well but you know what comedy ain't pretty well you know i'm gonna be a best man in two weeks you are for my son Oh, he, he can, my son is getting married, and yeah. obviously he's got no friends. So he asked me to be his best man, first of all, which, well, by the way, is a joke. No, <laughs> but, but that, that's nice that is. your son trusts you as a dad. And Absolutely, it, I think that's a, that's pretty cool. But my question is, yeah. along these lines, when I get that microphone and I give the speech as the best man for my boy, mm-hmm. my 35 year old son, can I tell embarrassing stories about him as a kid? And where do I draw the line? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, you don't know, you don't want to like completely annihilate the boy. You know what okay. I mean? You, but yeah. yeah, a little a little jab All here right. and there. All right, but you don't want to ever reveal too much personal information if you're making fun of it because those vulnerabilities mm-hmm. are between you and him, right? You know, he, he you know he might have some things that. Every family does. You, you and your son probably have shared some sort sure. of bonding over the years. Of course. You know things about him that other people don't know, and he, he wouldn't he, want anybody to know. And vice versa. He knows so, crap about me because I don't want him then grabbing the microphone yeah. from me. Oh, yeah, Dad? Well, let me tell you something. Well, yeah, because you don't want him, you know. <laughs> exactly. Because, he. you know, in all honesty, he probably still sees you as – the dorky dad. Uh-huh. Every kid has, yep. you know, they don't want to, they're a little embarrassed by their parents. Right. You ever, you ever have that experience where, you, you know, all your friends' parents were really cool, mm-hmm. but you were like, you didn't. You never wanted your parent to be like in the in the forefront. I can't say I experienced that, but I've seen that happen before. Well, I was always. My, all my friends would tell me, "Hey, your dad and your mom and dad are really cool." Oh, okay. And I, you know, I'm at yeah. 14 years old, and I'm like, "No, they're not." Right. What are you talking about? Right. Well, no kid thinks their own parents are cool. I don't think. Maybe some do, but something wrong with those kids. I guess so. So who's the a hole here? Is it the guy who told the joke? About his brother's infidelity at his brother's wedding? Or is he not the a-hole? What do you think? Our phone lines are open. 293-1021. We'd love to hear from you. It's uh, 717 with Bax, Steve, and Dave and on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic, Rock 722, and Led Zeppelin on Bax, Steve, and Dave. Yeah, Bax is back with us tomorrow, by the way. He's off today. And we're doing an Am I the A-hole segment, uh, essentially a brother- told a joke about another brother's infidelity at that brother's wedding. And we're All asking, right. who's the a-hole here, right? Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm on the comedian side. Right, and I'm on the other side. I think the comedian is the a-hole. You say no. What does everybody else think? And let's go to the phones right now. Yeah, we got... Nope. No? Nope. nope. Hey, why why are we not having the phones here? All right, let's try it again. Uh, Rock 102. Hmm... The correct machine up there, because I know we had a conversation about which, which pot was which there earlier. No. Well, now we now let's try it again. All right, here we, here we go. Let's we'll see. All right, Rock One and Two. Good morning. Who's this? Nancy. Hey, Nancy. what's up, Nancy? Hey, I think the brother's the a-hole. I which think... brother? The brother who told the story? Yeah,
1: the brother that told the story at the wedding is the a-hole. I mean, he's a classy people.
0: Well, he's just pointing he out, I, I, I think, that, again, do you agree with me that I think that the guy who told the joke was the one that's really in love with the the ex? Well, I mean, that could be a side story for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and also, I just want to say, if you're going to be the best man at your son's wedding, you know, three words,
1: keep it classy. <laughs> Don't be telling any side jokes about his growing up or whatever. Nobody needs to hear that so, at so, a wedding. Wow. So
0: Dave shouldn't turn to me for, for speech writing advice. <laughs>
2: No, please, just keep it clapping. I've been to too many weddings where people, like, put all that stuff out at a wedding. It's like, nobody needs to hear that, people. All right, like, all right. Keep, keep it moving. I just want to get to dessert and get dancing. Like, no one <laughs> needs to hear
0: that. Thanks for the tip. All right, thanks for the call. All right, ciao. Bye. Rock one two. good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is another Dave. Hey, another what's Dave. up, other Dave? Another Dave. What's up, other Dave? Hey, I was just calling to say I wanted to talk about the
1: I am not the or a-hole. or oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, what's your thoughts?
1: Uh, well, I was just thinking, you know, if the if the guy went in there with, like, a uh, PowerPoint presentation or something, that would make him an a-hole. <laughs> y- you know, like, put up pictures of them as
0: a couple, <laughs> yeah. and then at the end put in the picture of the, the old girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely.
0: I mean, if he really prepared like that, then that would make him an a-hole. But I think one-off joke is is no big deal. All right. Excuse me, let me get this whiteboard out, and we can have a presentation of why my brother's an a-hole.
1: Exactly, get out the, the little uh, red pen, the power pointer, and
0: just, you know, now this is her, this is him, this is the old lady, you know. I like it. All right, man, thanks, thanks for the call. Thanks, other Dave. Uh, hey, right, thanks, guys. All right, we're, we're continuing with phone calls here And Am I the A-Hole. Hey, if you want to call in, you can call in for any reason here. Yeah, I think I should write jokes for your uh, your your son's speech. I, listen, you can write them. I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to guarantee I'm going to tell them. <laughs> That's the problem. Why? Well, you know? I'll tell you what. Let's work out a deal. You write me some jokes. I'll give you a little information about me and right. my son. And you write some, and I'll pay you for the ones I use. How about that? All right. Let's see if we get uh, right. other calls here. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
2: This is Mark Springfield.
0: Hey, hey Mark. Hey, Mark, you. what's up, man? I think Saga is the a hole. All right then. There you go. Okay. Uh, we knew that was gonna go as well as we possibly could. One more no, nope, no more calls. No, I, I think, I we're, think good. we're done I with it the A hole. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, it, hey, is, it is a Thunderbird Thursday. Yeah. I might add, uh, next hour we got Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the T Birds joining us on the phone. And they're home on Saturday night, and you got a chance to pick up some tickets on a Thunderbird Thursday when we do that segment just after eight. All right. On Rock One O Two. Uh, there you go. Freedom Credit Union has... It's 728 at Rock 102. It is time for news, and here is Dave Coombs. So, in the fallout over the situation with Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars, we were telling you about Chris Rock's first stand-up appearances last night. It happened in Boston. Chris Rock doing some stand-up stand in front of a sold-out crowd at the Wilbur Theater, one of six shows you scheduled to do, and... He didn't talk about the incident. He said, "Quote: I don't have a bunch of stuff about what happened. So if you came to hear that, you ain't gonna hear it. I got a whole show I wrote before this weekend. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I can kind, I can see where he's coming from mm-hmm. because this is not just a one-off issue. You know what I mean? This has now become a national topic. You know, people discussing." When it's okay to make fun of somebody, Mm -hmm. when it's not okay to make fun of somebody, and also when it's okay to go up and hit somebody, and when it's not okay to go up and hit somebody. So I think he's trying to be sensitive to the bigger issue going on rather than the one-off oh, my God, Will Smith's a big jerk, and, and, and this is my jokes I'm going to have about Right. Them. Well, you, got, you guys are in a tough spot, you comedians. Now, you've, you maybe have encountered this before. I mean, if it were you and you got slapped by some guy, would you tell jokes? And also, there's the aspect that these two are colleagues, so to speak. And if uh-huh. Chris Rock gets up and start starts trashing Will Smith, is he any better than Will Smith was for hitting him? And then would there be backlash against Chris Rock in the future in Hollywood? That's that's a good point. Got to think know? about all that. Would you? Would you tell the jokes as a stand-up comedian? Did that uh, happen to you? If the jokes were written for me, then I probably would, mm-hmm. because that's when you get to that level and somebody else is writing the jokes for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're being paid to to tell these jokes. Yeah, I probably would. But you know, there's another aspect to this where uh, I heard uh, that Chris Rock didn't really know that she had alopecia. Okay. So, mm. which is a good point to make. Okay. Because if she's, you know, shaving her head, you know, and, and things like that, and how many people would know that she had that? Okay. And just because you're in Hollywood doesn't mean you know all the doings and ongoings of the thing. He was picking on her back in 2016 when he ho- when mm-hmm. he hosted. Wasn't mm-hmm. he host the show? Didn't he host the I show? I so, yeah. Or at yeah. least a presentation. Right. He was making fun of her going, you ain't going to be invited anyway, so why do you have to worry about boycotting the Oscars? I don't know. It's a it's a double-edged sword there. Dude. Chris Rock wore a all-white suit for his performance at the Wilbur Theater last night and was greeted with a standing ovation and one member of the audience chanting, F. Will Smith! Nah. F. Will Smith! Yeah. Chris Rock didn't bite. Yeah, and I would be pretty pissed off if uh, I was one of those... <laughs> eh, you gotta be really stupid to pay $800 for a ticket anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah even before you know if the ticket price was like let's say a hundred dollars right or maybe even two hundred dollars but now the the resale jacked up to eight hundred dollars oh I want to I'm paying 800 bucks so I can go see what he says about it and then he says nothing about it right. I'd be very upset well there's still a few shows left on that tour, by the way, in Boston tonight. Yeah. The people that have the tickets for that are probably trying to sell them, right? Oh, he's not going to talk about it anyway. Let me see if I can get rid of these. Right. The price just went down probably for resale of those on StubHub. A man has been arrested in Chicopee. Happened yesterday morning for breaking entering at a convenience store. According to Chicopee Police spokesperson Donna Liska, 35-year-old Victor... Ramos was arrested after allegedly breaking into the Honeyland Farms convenience store on Montgomery Street around 3.50 in the morning and stealing a bunch of items. Yeah, it's hard to find places that are open 24 hours still. Right. This was not. This was not open at that time. He broke in. Oh, he broke in. in And then stole some stuff. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know you weren't there to foil the robbery anyway, as a convenience store police person. Listen, Dave, I never foiled. The only thing I foiled was uh, the fact that I needed to stop for a ninety-nine cent coffee uh, before I got here. And had I had known the place was being threatened with robbery, I would have never have gone in there. <laughs> gone to the next convenience store yeah. down the road, right? We just we just kind of embellished the story to have fun. That's what we do here. A Munson man has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder of Gary Gaudet, According to the Hampton County District Attorney's Office, telling 22 News that 48-year-old William Alsop of Munson found guilty of murder in the first degree earlier this week by a jury at the Hampton Superior Court. Yesterday, he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Do you know the Munson man? The Munson Man? The Munson Man? Do I know the Munson Man? The one who is restrained? (laughs) I don't know that one. I know a different one. That's the Munson Man. All right. Uh, Here's a good one for you. A Mm -hmm. New York man accused of taking upskirt photos of nearly 40 women on Boston's elite Newberry Street. He's facing charges connected to the upskirt issues. 49-year-old Damon DeTesso. Apparently, he placed his phone on the steps of a Newberry Street store, Yeah, and then would go back, you know, he'd hit record, and then go back after a while and look at what he got on record with women stepping over the phone Mm. on their way in and out of the store. I never understood that whole thing. Like yeah. that's what you're getting your jollies off of. Yeah, there's is, better stuff on the internet, right? Yeah, you can get whatever you want on the internet. You right. don't even you don't need to do that. Right? It's, what is what is the what is the attraction to taking the upskirt shot? And and most of it would be grainy anyway and maybe yeah. not, you know. But here's what I find interesting. Yeah. The police have stats on how many of his attempted upskirt shots were successful. Okay. So the police were checking out all the video. I guess they have to do that. And they said 21 of his attempts successfully captured compromising images of the women. 21. Another 15 shots, unsuccessful, did not show the women's personal areas. Now, I can leave it to you to do the math there, folks. 37 attempts, 36 attempts, 21 of which were, quote, successful. The other thing is, we're not really quite in skirt weather yet. True. You know what I mean? Good point. Uh, you know, a lot of it involves leggings. And what are you really going to see? <laughs> I and I always, uh, I always uh, found the other one fascinating too. the The ones who put cameras in bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's you that make that turns you on watching somebody go to the bathroom. That was Chuck Berry, right? Chuck Berry did that for many years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it either. In any case, I think the police have to separate the successful mm-hmm. upskirt shots from the unsuccessful ones because th- the prosecution is different for each. So in other words, they can get him on each of the counts of the 21 successful ones right? But and they- then a different level of prosecution for the 15 unsuccessful Because ones. any defense lawyer is going to throw that right out the window when, right. you, when you get that. Well, good luck to 49-year-old Damon DeTesso. Text message scams. And we need to get our scam aside guy on for this, perhaps. Yep. They're nothing new, but one popped up on Verizon phones this week with an interesting twist it came from the user's own cell phone number. Many Verizon customers reporting receiving text messages earlier this week, where the messages appeared to be sent from their own name and number, as in, quote, free message. Your bill is paid for March. Thanks from Verizon. Here's a little gift for you with a link that you're supposed to click on ah. that would then open up all sorts of spam. Uh, I can see how a lot of people would be duped by that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very cautious, though, because my number is very available uh, to people. Yeah. Like You can find the the cell phone number going on the Internet or whatever because I run a business as well mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And I've had many, many Text messages and false phone calls, spam calls, sure. things like that. Yep. But if it comes from your own number, I could see how like the average person would not be aware of that and clicking on that link. Once you click on that link, you're screwed. Yeah, and and we get uh, tested all the time here at our radio station because we have security measures in place, and yeah. we have to take we have to take like video um, lessons in. Security and spam and stuff like that. So we're on alert all the time here. I told you you were uh, you weren't here for the uh, the bear videos. It was a bear in a in a in a in, a, in a, like a shirt and tie. Really? Yeah. And What's up w- with that? He was like a dumb bear. He yeah? was he would go in and uh, he would you know let people in the building when he shouldn't, and he would let give people his password. Wait here. Yeah, it was here. We had these videos, yeah. and and it was I, I, it was some company. That, some company put these videos together about you know giving up information and protecting oh. company information. Gotcha. So you know they tried to be a little lighthearted about mm-hmm. it because it's really boring stuff. But they want people to gotcha. make sure that we're protecting the equipment here, mm-hmm. especially with hackers and, right? and everything else. Uh, I miss those bear videos. Now they're just plain old videos. Yeah, just guys talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, a spokesman for Verizon confirming Wednesday, it was aware of the situation, but they're blaming what they're calling quote bad actors for the messages. Yeah, well, most of them are. Mm-hmm. I've had people reach out to me via text message to try to book a wedding, and you can you can automatically tell right away because it's it, the English is bad on it. You know, it's like, hello, sir, I mm. am trying to book me a party <laughs> yeah. for... And, and they give you they give you a date, and then you look at the date. It's like a Tuesday afternoon at, like, 3. And I'm like, who is getting married at Tuesday afternoon at 3? i Don't get me wrong. I'm sure somebody <laughs> has. But it's highly unlikely that somebody is doing that. I'm really upset. Why? You made a Tuesday afternoon reference without a Moody Blues accompaniment there? I uh, mean... Well, come on, man. The Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Thank you, there Steve. You now welcome. I feel like I'm, I'm glad, part, of the, I'm part could, of the club. I'm glad I could be your monkey. <laughs> Highs of about 60 today, 50s tomorrow. Rain likely both today and tomorrow. Getting out of the news a little early because coming up and Now Hear This, we've got some great audio for you, including folks chiming in on the Will Smith situation from the Oscars and also a young toddler who won't listen to anything his daddy is saying. Stay tuned. That's all coming up on Rock 102. Greenfield's Classic Rock at 747 and uh, Mellencamp on back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Bax is off today, and I'm an idiot. What happened? I just clocked myself with the door to the studio a few minutes ago. When I left to go upstairs to grab something, I smacked myself in the head with mm-hmm. the door, and I'm like, huh, that hurt. I'm walking up the stairs, and I'm putting my fingers up to my forehead, I'm bleeding pretty good. <laughs> You're like a head wound, Harry, over there. Remember Dana Carvey yes. with the head wound, Harry. Yes. At the at the party, yes. and, the, and the dog is licking the wound and saying, "Oh, he must smell my dog." <laughs> I, I'm officially an idiot. But it happened. It's look. I, I, this is not the first evidence that I'm an idiot. So, and yeah, I, I didn't need to reiterate <laughs> that. I, nobody, you didn't even need to say that, Dave. Thank, I mean, Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'll post a picture of my head wound. On the Facebook page at Rock 102. All right. How about that? Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one, Wanda Sykes, who was one of the hosts of the Oscars the other night. Oh, yeah. With the Will Smith-Chris Rock incident. And Wanda is still traumatized by the whole thing. Here she is.
2: I saw Chris at Guy's party, and as soon as I walked up to him, the first thing he said was, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why are you apologizing? He's like, it was supposed to be your night. It was supposed you and Amy and Regina, y'all were doing such a great job. I'm so sorry. This is now gonna be about this. You mean that's who Chris is. Chris is yeah, Chris is a sweet guy. I just felt so awful for my my friend, you know. It was sickening. I physically felt ill, and I'm still a little traumatized by it. And for them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? This is just the wrong message.
0: Wanda Sykes, host of the Oscars, on with Ellen yesterday. She's got a good point. I mean, if anybody else had gone up there on stage Mm -hmm. to hit somebody or assault somebody, they would have been arrested, or they would have been at least escorted out of the show. I think it was the BBC, uh, like, Oscar equal to the Oscars, they said, yeah, he would have had his award stripped from him, Mm -hmm. and he would have been escorted out of the building, at least, at the very least. Well, he still may have his award stripped from him, because the Oscars has something called a code of conduct, and they're still reviewing the situation. So he he still could wind up with no Academy Award, I suppose. But when you put in a code of conduct, you would think that there would be some immediate backlash Mm -hmm. to doing something like what he did. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess if it was somebody that wasn't going to get an Academy Award that night, they probably just would have escorted him out. But because he was going to get, and by the way, that also that also signifies that they know who's going to win each award. <laughs> you know. By the way, I just saw this uh, this meme this morning, mm-hmm. uh, and it's uh, it's a picture of of Will and Jada, uh, him holding the Oscar. Yep, and it says. To calm Will down, the Academy gave him a statue of his wife. (laughs) The bald statuette. (laughs) I don't know. It never stops. Seth Meyers on his late night show last night. Walgreens has announced plans to open robot-powered fulfillment centers across the U.S. to help fill prescriptions with each robotic pharmacist able to complete 300 prescriptions an hour, which will give you more time to wait for someone to come unlock the razors. This is a big pet peeve of mine. What is the deal with razors? I mean, do we really have to lock these things up? Well, they're very high-priced items. Or is it that they're dangerous and people could maybe use them as a weapon? No, it's about the fact that they're overpriced for what they are. Yeah. You know, I had a buddy of mine... Who got uh, a membership in the Dollar Shave Club thing? That uh, they, and yeah. he said it's horrible. He says those products are horrible. Really? Have you done that before? Have no, you- I haven't signed up for the club. Right? But I did. Uh, I went to a Dollar General once, and mm-hmm. they had a special on these uh, these Dollar Shave Club razors. You could buy like one razor, and you get like ten of them, mm-hmm. and I the think it was only like ten bucks. Right? And I thought they were pretty good razors. And then last night, I'm at uh, I went to to BJ's with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Just BJ's. It's the store. <laughs> I got right? you. I got you. And uh, we we get there, and I found these uh, those Harry's razors. Yeah, Harry's another one. Okay, you get like ten of them for twenty bucks. That's pretty good deal. You buy you buy ten Gillette ones. Yep, that's gonna cost you like fifty or sixty bucks. But you get them this way. And I get this. We're walking around BJ's, right? Mm-hmm. And I get and she's buying her stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, Well, I'm only buying this one thing. So I don't need to, you know, bother going through the checkout line, right? So I was like, "I'll show you." I got my little scanner here, which it's the app where you can check out your own stuff, mm-hmm. which should be called Quick BJ's, by the way. But I don't know why they don't do that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sca- I scan the item, I pay for it right on my phone. Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, come on, let's go." I don't know what's taking you so long. <laughs> and then we get to the door where they check the receipt. Yep and the girl uh, i'm sh- you have to once you check out you have to show them the code yes and then they scan it with the thing yeah and then they, they give you a little punch or whatever well guess what mm. the scanner thing's not working for uh-huh. for the for the in-store shopping app thing so how do they do their verification then? well she had me i had to stand to the side so oh. then my girlfriend goes and waits out in the in the vestibule there mm-hmm. and she's like see you spoke too soon you thought you were going to be <laughs> all quick about this so as I'm standing at the at the, with with this uh, with the person at at the, the thing, she's still checking receipts, and I'm just saying to people, "Thanks for coming to BJ's. It was great to see you." And I was just greeting people, and she's like, "You could be. You could get a job yeah, here. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, they I don't know. do that at BJ's. They only do that at Walmart, right? You can only be a Walmart greeter. They don't do a BJ's greeter. Well, they say they say thank yes. you once they check the receipt off. All right, but I was uh, I was just kind of reinforcing that you could be the BJ guy. I could I could be the. B- <laughs> See what I did there? Dave, I've been the BJ guy before. (laughs) It's a a sloppy job. It really is. (laughs) Clip number three. This has gone viral. It's a dad trying to have fun with his kid Uh by getting the kid to sing one of those favorite children's tunes, but it just doesn't go correctly. Here you go. If you're happy
1: and you know it, clap your hands.
0: Kid's not playing. (laughs) Clap your hands. You having a bad day? You having a bad day? So kids you just want a sandwich? Kid's saying, I just want a sandwich. I don't want to play your stupid games. I'm not singing your song, Dad. You know, you ever uh, had a kid like that? Uh, yeah, I've had kids protest things. But uh, Dave, did you see the video? No, I didn't. You only heard the audio. The kid has no arms. Come on! No, don't do that. What? Don't do that. No, he was born without arms, and the dad is trying to make him do clap his. Hand. Yeah, come on. This man. is this is less about a kid not uh, not you know complying with his dad than it is about the dad being a jerk. Don't listen to Steve. God, that is horrible. Well, I mean, if you really want to, you know, torture a kid, uh, <laughs> yeah. he has no arms. Yeah. Uh, you tell him to clap his hands. Yeah, I got you. All right, and finally. Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers Yeah Sings a bunch of gibberish in one of their big hits One Well, (laughs) you could argue that And this guy has spent his whole month Collecting all of the cases of the gibberish From various live performances of this tune Now you're familiar with the tune Yep Okay Okay Now here is the same thing from live performances this guy's put together. You get the idea. This goes on for about five minutes. Different live performances of that tune. Oh, well, uh, the one you played last week with the Michael Jackson and the uh, yes, with all the I think it was Annie. Uh, yes, the Alien Ant Farm. Alien, well, Alien Ant Farm did the cover of it, but yes. it was uh, Annie, are You okay. Yes, I don't even know the name of the song. What's the name of this? <laughs> do you know the name of that song? I don't know. Uh, anyway, the Smooth, Smooth Criminal. Criminal. That's what it was. Smooth yep. Criminal. Yep. Uh, but that's what happens. If you just you can take out anything mm-hmm. and and make somebody sound like this is what they do all the time. Right. This guy dedicated a month of his life to pulling all these live performances together and editing them together. For what? Does he monetize this at all? I mean, does he make any money off of this? Who's more ridiculous? Anthony Kiedis who can't come up with the right words and he just needs to sing ding-a-ding-dong all day long? (laughs) Right. Or the guy who's sitting in his mom's basement putting a compilation together of Anthony Kiedis saying (laughs) (laughs) ding-a-ding-ding-dong. Good luck getting a girlfriend, pal. Mm -hmm. Coming up next, the Rock 102 Sports. And then don't forget, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll have Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the team, on the phone with us and you'll have a chance to Pick up tickets to an upcoming game from Rock 102. For you, it's not just a job. Following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8 o'clock at Rock 102, and the weather today highs of about 60 with rain. Tomorrow, 50s with rain likely as well. The weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagle Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102 Second Sports on Rock 102. We're starting with basketball in the NBA, the Heat beat the Celtics 106-98. to 98. Celtics going to be missing their center for a little bit. Robert Williams is out, expected to be out four to six weeks after undergoing knee surgery for a torn meniscus. That may hurt the Celts as they head toward the playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, in the NCAAs, on the women's side, the Huskies will face the number one seed Stanford Cardinal tomorrow night at 930 at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Meantime, on the men's side, Shaheen Holloway goes from the Peacocks to the Pirates. Holloway, the former Seton Hall player, has been hired by his alma mater to be their new head coach, fresh off leading St. Peter's to their historic Elite Eight run. So, Shaheen Holloway, back where he belongs, according to Seton Hall. Hockey, the Bruins hosting New Jersey tonight at 7. You can catch that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. It is a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. We'll have the defenseman from the team, Tommy Cross, on the phone in just a few minutes to talk about their schedule at Providence tomorrow, back home Saturday, and also the addition of the new defenseman on the team his line mate from UMass Matt Kessel who recently signed a contract plus you'll have your chance to win tickets to an upcoming game stick with us for that in football Tom Brady has a new head coach 69 year old Bruce Arians surprisingly stepping down after three seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he moves from head coach to a front office job the new head coach of the Bucs is defensive coordinator Todd Bowles that's it for your Rock 102 102 Seconds Sports coming up a Thunderbird Thursday with Tommy Cross. Stay tuned. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It is 808 and Billy Idol with White Wedding on backs Steve and Dave without backs today. On a Thunderbird Thursday, and you'll have your chance to win tickets to an upcoming game. We welcome T Birds defenseman Tommy Cross back to the show. Tommy, hello.
2: Hey, morning, guys. What's going on, man? nothing heading to the rink right now uh had a decent amount of time since our last game uh last saturday so feeling pretty rested and uh just getting ready for a new weekend we got a busy weekend coming up
0: yeah providence on the road tomorrow then back home on saturday
2: yeah back home saturday and sunday uh both both those home games are against uh, Belleville. So they're making the trek down and uh, we haven't seen them in a few months. So it'd be good to play them.
0: All right. Now you've got a new defenseman to play alongside. Are you playing alongside or on a different shift from the UMass guy, Matt Kessel, who signed a deal?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we've got a couple new guys in, in the last week or so, but uh, Kess joined us earlier this week Um so I don't think I'm playing directly with him, but uh, he looks like a good player. It's good to have him on board. He uh, he's still finishing up his classes at UMass, so he he was uh, making the commute back and forth to make sure he didn't miss any assignments, So we were giving him a little bit of grief for that.
0: <laughs> so can, so he, can, can he make a full amount of money, being that he's still a college student?
2: Well, he you know like he signed his pro contract, so I'm not sure of the exact details of it all, but. Once you sign that contract, you lose your NCAA eligibility for college athletics, but he's still a student there, so he can. I think he's looking to finish out some of his classes this spring. And then uh, eventually, I think he's a junior, so he's still got one more year, but I think he planned ahead, so he doesn't have a full course load uh, to do for one more year. He's only got a couple credits left.
0: Man, if that were me, I don't think I'd have any interest in classes anymore at that point.
2: I know. Well, you, they always say, like, the the... The longer you wait to finish your degree, the harder it gets. So they say, if, you know, if you got a couple courses or credits left, try to get them done. You know, whether it's this spring, this summer, or maybe your first year pro, because you say you're going to get it done, then you wait a few years, then you get married, then you got a kid, and then, mm-hmm. you know, then you're you're 50 and you're still not doing <laughs> it. So yep, <laughs> that was
0: almost me, Tommy. Almost me. I, I, I got it done just in the nick of time. So uh, Tommy, walk us. Yeah, through- I, I,
2: oh, go ahead. I. I wish someone had told me to spread it out over more than four years, rather than <laughs> cram it all into four years.
0: That's right. Enjoy it as long as you can. So, uh, so Tommy, yeah. the the more I want to know about hockey, uh, walk us through a day. You said you're going to the rink now, and then how long does that last? how long How long are you at practice for, or how long do you stay there for?
2: Yeah, that's that's a good question. So, normal practice day, like this week, for example, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are all normal normal practice days for us, so we got to be at the rink uh, between 8 and 8.30, and uh, we get there, guys, like, I'll head in and get some treatment this morning just for some bumps and bruises, and um, after that, I'll head in and do a warm-up in the the weight room with our strength coach, and guys can kind of pop in and out at different times, and then we'll have our first team meeting at 9.30 to go over uh, our practice plan for the day, and then Go over some video from either our last game or video of the upcoming opponent. Um, This week it works out well because our last game is against Providence, and then our next game, obviously tomorrow, is against Providence. So after that meeting, then we'll head uh, head to get ready, get our gear on, hop on the ice, we're on the ice usually from ten thirty to noon, and then uh, get off the ice, get some more treatment, uh, have any meetings or individual uh, (laughs) video with our with our D coach. And then uh, I finish off the day getting in the cold tub, kind of cool off the body, get the inflammation out. Mm-hmm. That's always the uh, uh, the last five minutes of the day. And hey. then we have team lunch, and then head home.
0: What? So what? What time is heading home? What What time is that?
2: Well, I mean, I feel guilty even saying it, but we, you know, like one, 1 30, 2 o'clock.
0: Oh, that's not that's not too bad. But that's a lot to pack in, uh, with you know, within a short amount of time uh i can't even stand in one meeting a week here at rock 102. i don't even know how you do m- multiple meetings in a day or every day that you're there yeah
2: well i should add that they're pretty quick too the coaches are great about you know like they you know they uh, keep it short and sweet and and, uh, and to the point so that i think that makes it more impactful and, and we definitely take in more so uh meetings are short but you know sometimes i mean i forgot to add in like we sit around the locker room and have a cup of coffee and talk with the guys and there's some downtime mixed in there for sure. So it's not go, go, go once you get there but, you know, we got a job to do so guys get to work.
0: Talking to T-Birds defenseman Tommy Cross on a Thunderbird Thursday here on Rock 102. You'll have your chance to win tickets in a minute. In the NHL, I don't know if you saw this or not but there was what's being called a, quote, ridiculous hit against one of the Hurricanes players. I don't know if you saw it or not. It happened earlier in the week.
2: Uh... I watched the game. They were playing Tampa. Was that the game?
0: Uh, It was the Monday night game. No, apparently they were taking on the Washington Capitals. Carolina playing in Washington against the Caps. And there was a horrible hit in the game. And I was just wondering, you know, maybe you could check it out later, but are there rules of engagement for hits that occur on the ice? I mean, what's considered okay and what's considered dirty or inappropriate?
2: Well, obviously the rule book kind of dictates what's allowed and what's not, but then I think the players typically please themselves. And I mean, I saw that there was a big fight in the game with Brendan Smith and Tom Wilson, so I don't know if that was a repercussion of the hit. I, I haven't seen it, which uh, I'll be sure to check it out, but um, I think it's pretty uh, common throughout the league that players don't like seeing other players get hurt. I mean, we're all in it together. We're all chasing the same goal. We're all, you know, sometimes our former teammates are... You know, future teammates. So guys don't like seeing each other get get hurt. So a hit that's dangerous to you know to a vulnerable player is typically frowned upon. I mean, we all make mistakes. I know I have. Um, so things happen fast, but typically if it's if it's going to if a player's vulnerable, uh, you try to you try not to take advantage of it. But I mean, if he sees you coming or if he's in a prime spot of the ice and he should have his head up, then it's fair game.
0: Uh, hey Tommy, I got uh, I got another uh, hockey joke for you. You ready? You ready? <laughs> oh boy. Sorry, oh, sorry oh, in advi- boy. Oh, Tommy, oh, sorry uh, in advance. Sorry. All right, you ready? Uh why 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 uh why did Cinderella uh, not be uh why can't Cinderella play on a hockey team? Cuz she has Can a habit of running away from on? No, she has she has a habit of running away from the ball. Oh wait a second! That's a field hockey joke. Sorry, man. I I totally blew that one for you. Maybe I should just not participate in these interviews. Oh boy, again. Hey, what?
2: I got one. I got one for you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, dummy. What's a referee's least favorite type of employment? What? Overtime oh
0: Oh, yeah how about that tommy cross with the better jokes this week tommy cross better than me opening up for steve nagle coming up next he should be headlining exactly (laughs) yeah hey tommy good luck this weekend thanks for joining us
2: thanks guys good catching up
0: All All right, right, thanks. And we have a uh, Springfield Thunderbirds prize pack. It includes four hats, four koozies, four seats on the glass for uh, this Saturday against the Belleville Senators, and four vouchers good for a free hot dog and a soda. Caller 10 right now at 293-1021. We'll get that prize, and good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight sixteen. Rock 102 and the gold gold trader and the diamond diamond shop want to send you to opening opening day at Fenway. Fenway. rock 102 with sammy hagar and back steven dave minus the backs part he'll be back tomorrow by the way that song autobiographical for sammy hagar he actually got a speeding ticket on the north way just above albany new york heading north on 87 i think it is and that's how he wrote the song got a speeding ticket the guy told him, you got to do 55, and he's like, I can't do 55, man. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, the best material comes from personal experience. It is a Thunderbird Thursday. We still need a winner for those tickets. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Mark. Mark, congratulations, man. You're going to the Thunderbirds, and you won the whole prize pack. Thanks, man. That's pretty awesome. You, you got any hockey jokes for us? No, that last one was pretty good. Well, the Tommy's was pretty good. Mine fell flat. I was talking about field hockey. I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah. But uh, congratulations. You got uh, four hats, four koozies, four seats on the glass for this Saturday against the Belleville Senators, and four vouchers good for a free hot dog and a soda. How about that, man? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, hold on. Uh, by the way, if you haven't been to Mass Mutual Center to see the Thunderbirds, they're a good team. They're contending for uh, Calder Cup, which is the AHL equivalent of the Stanley Cup. And, hey, let's go support them, right? Yeah, hey, uh, you know, that's uh, the, one of the great local things we have here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, if a police officer came up to you, Dave, mm-hmm. and said, uh, I would like some information uh, from you Uh in your phone. We uh, we uh, somebody you were talking to uh, might have some <clears throat> criminal activity going on. We just want to trace back to what's going on. And they take your phone, you give it to them and then they take all the information off it. I'm turns ca- out I'm kind of gullible. Turns out yeah. n- you are, really? I, I am. I had no and so idea. I probably would fork yeah. it over without right. even f- two thoughts. Right. Well, uh, <clears throat> and then it turns out the cop wasn't even real. Mhm. According to uh, as yet unconfirmed allegations, that's important to say, Apple and Facebook voluntarily handed over a certain amount of personal data of their users to a hacker group whose members falsely presented themselves as police officials. Okay. Uh, In a world where megacorporations openly cooperate with state authorities around the world, where information about users has a blanket, little can really surprise. However, something like this is astonishing. Simpler uh, than anyone thought would think this all happened. The hacker group misrepresented itself and requested user data in an emergency procedure, a protocol used in crisis situations. Mm-hmm. So they do do this. Yeah. You know, hey, we need a, an emergency court order or, or whatever. Here's where the police... So it sounded plausible, yeah. kind of. The uh, data included phone numbers, IP addresses, mm-hmm. as well as physical addresses, oh all of which the hackers obtained without having to show a data search warrant. You know, with the thing, like when somebody sends you... You have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. When somebody sends you an address, right? Right. Isn't it weird how uh, like, the thing will pop down, like the map yeah. thing, and it'll say, hey, it's only going to take 45 minutes to get to wherever this person's address Scary. is. Scary. Scary. So they're watching everything yep. that you do. Sure. Think about how much information could be given away to these folks and where you live Yep. And it's not hard to figure out other information about you, like your Social Security number and wow. all those things. And going back to the story we covered yesterday, if you just look like you belong, if you yeah. look if you look official, you can pull the wool over most people's eyes. Because I was saying if cops walked up to me and demanded, my, my first instinct might be, yeah, huh, yes, officer, here yeah, you here. go, without two thoughts. But then we did that story yesterday about the four Mass police uniforms that were stolen from a p- supply store. Um, yeah, <laughs> somebody's going to be perpetrating some sort of and, crime using those. And as I said yesterday, if you just make yourself yep. look like you belong right? in that position, yep. people don't even pay attention. How many times do you drive by, like a a guy in a in a van with a ladder on it mm-hmm. up on a telephone pole? Right now, I would m- imagine you know ninety five percent of those are are good people just doing a job like sure. contractors. You know they. Because like, uh, like Xfinity, for example, yep. doesn't always hire an Xfinity truck to go disconnect people's cables. They usually send like a pickup truck a, out there. A subcontracted right. guy, employee. Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. How many times do you pay attention to who's, at, who's out there right. doing things? It's just part of the landscape. Yeah. When it's, they could be hacking you. Sure. It's like Silence of the Lambs when the guy's trying to get his uh, couch into the back of his van. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you about a size 16? <laughs> And then, <laughs> bam! Perfect example. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 if you play the part, yes. you can get away with most things. Right. I, I pretend I'm a radio host every day. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Let's be careful out there, folks. Yeah. Rock 102 News coming up next.
2: Are you an inspection technician able to interpret and apply geometric dimensioning and tolerancing? Do you have a background in utilizing micrometers, calipers, and a CMM? This is Sonia Desclose, the Manager of Quality Assurance at Savage Arms in Westfield. And if you have this experience, then let's talk about your joining the Savage Arms Quality Inspection Lab. I currently have openings on first and third shift, and each day brings new and exciting projects. So apply at savagearms.com forward slash careers today and join the best inspection lab in Western Mass.
0: The Drake Project in Amherst is a game changer. Discover why in the new Business West. Also, how the golf industry continues to grow. The region's cultural, recreational destinations anticipate a strong 2022. A focus on sports and leisure in the new Business West. On travel and tourism. Spotlights on the communities of Franklin County and all they have to offer. Plus, scenes from the 2022 Difference Makers Celebration. The vital business news of Western Mass is in Business West. Bax, Steve, and Dave in the morning on Rock 102. 102. It is uh, 8.29 at Rock 102, and it is uh, time for news. And uh, is it brought to you by anybody, Dave? Do we have that sheet in front of you there? Oh, yeah, we got the... To... Well, let's, uh, let's fumble around for me not being prepared, and uh, I'll take the heat for that. All right. I don't think I have that sheet in front of me. Well, oh, you know what? Because I'm sitting on it right here. <laughs> How about that? It's, uh, it's time for news, and it's brought to you by nobody anyway, so here you go. Here's Dave Coombs. All right. Uh, let's see. Starting with the story, and now I'm scrambling here, the Nathan Bills police assault case. Oh. De- defense attorneys tried to bounce a juror out of the whole case. Because she left the courthouse sobbing after the panel's second day of deliberations on Tuesday. Juror number 33 had become, quote, upset, according to the jury foreman, about the proceedings at this trial. Mm -hmm. And according to the defense, they're like, hey, she's making it impossible for us to present a defense here. You got to get her off of the case. Right. Judge wasn't buying it. Juror number 33 has since... Improved her mood, and the trial continues apace. Well, what did they do? Did they uh, give her a snack? Yeah, you know, just give her a little time out. Yeah, I think you know, maybe some milk, warm milk with some vodka in it. Yeah, kind of calm you down a little you, bit. A little you know, Risperpam. It's the stuff they don't tell you about <laughs> your 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 normal court proceedings, yeah. right? I would never want to be a part of of that a part of of a jury i i really don't i wouldn't want to sit there and have to uh decide somebody's fate mm-hmm. if you will yeah. i know that's uh that's the thing but you got to think about it uh it's 12 people who are not smart enough to get out of jury duty mm-hmm. somehow well and so you would have a hard time you might become upset in the same way but maybe like you said if they just gave you a you know, a couple of gummies or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a couple of gummies would be great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I would totally be high doing jury duty. That would be great. <laughs> Might work out better for mm-hmm. whomever. So that Cabotville Mill Complex has had all sorts of problems over the years with faulty security systems and the fire alarm system was broken, and that's why they had to evacuate all of the people that were in that building. There's nobody in there anymore. They were also finding that there were some off-hours parties that were occurring in the cabotville mill complex well now the guys that ran businesses in there for perkins llc they requested a special permit renewal so they could continue doing business in that building the city council in chicopee voting seven nothing to reject that proposal so the developer will not be able to get back into that building for at least two years nobody will it's, uh, it's nice to see uh, slumlords uh, not doing what they're supposed to do to keep a building going. Well, yeah, I mean, and uh, just like the Nathan Ireland, or excuse me, like the uh, Roderick Ireland Courthouse, they've known about the problems at Cabotville for a long time, and they're not fixing them. I don't get that. Well, again, th- that's a private building versus a, uh, a public building. Mm-hmm. But you would think at the courthouse the public portion of that would be the thing that would say, hey, let's knock this place down and build something new or build something new somewhere else. Sure. Uh, as far as this place, this is an old old mill building, mm-hmm. which I don't even understand how it was allowed to open in the first place if it didn't have all the proper things to it. Well, I don't know if they discovered the problems until after it had opened or the problems ap- might have developed after it was already open for a while. That's true, too. I don't know how long it was open for. Yeah, And speaking about building things, this is a good one. I know we're always talking about rotaries here in Massachusetts. So Springfield officials currently brainstorming a way to improve one of the most dangerous intersections in the city. This is the one at St. James Avenue and Tapley Street. Oh, yeah. That's a bad one. So they're working on an idea to build a rotary there. I, I don't know that particular interchange. You do, obviously. So is is a, a rotary going to work there? Uh, yes, it will definitely help. Uh, it, 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 it's just uh, it, it's this weird kind of like curve intersection thing I can't really describe it mm-hmm. uh, but it definitely would help if you had more like a, like a steady flow of traffic going through it versus uh, what it is now. The intersection situated right next to i291. And the report citing the interstate connector as the cause of the congested conditions. Yeah. It's uh, I'm looking at the the, the the street view of it now to kind of remind myself. It's it comes up. To, it's like a three road thing here. Okay. Or three. It's St. James Avenue in Tablet, but it's like you know three different ways you can go here. Right. Right. And uh, it's it becomes a problem when you have a lot of traffic going on, especially in the afternoons or Mm -hmm. the early mornings and all that stuff, it just becomes becomes a big cluster. Commuting times, And if you did have a rotary there, it would kind of make things flow a lot smoother. All right. Well, we'll have to see that works. By the way, if you want to chime in on this, there's a public hearing that will take place Tuesday. That's this coming Tuesday, April 5th at 6.30 p.m. The meeting will be open to the public, and the report I'm reading from here... Has a link to that at Western Mass News if you want to go check out their story. I don't think anything has ever triggered me enough to go to one of these meetings. Right. These outcry, public outcry meetings. But maybe we should. I mean, there might be great material there for our show or for your stand-up act. Or it could be just one of the most boring meetings ever and uh, somebody votes to put the rotary in or they vote to not put the rotary in. I don't know. I have better things to do with my time. According to Ryan Walsh, the public information officer for the Springfield Police, he told Western Mass News as part of this story that since January 1st of 2021, so that's just like a year ago, right? Yeah. How many crashes do you think have occurred there in that time, according to Ryan Walsh? Uh, Fifty. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. That's the low number. That's not even a real accident right. numbers. Well those are probably the ones that were reported. There are yeah. probably another bunch of other scrapes that didn't get reported to the cops, right? That, that usually happens. Yeah. So maybe maybe your estimate is closer to the truth. Also in Springfield, MGM Springfield, getting together with the state's gaming commission to come up with something called Play My Way. What this is, is a voluntary budget tool designed to prevent you from having problems gambling. So if you're a problem gambler, and if you enroll in this, you get automatic notifications. As you're gambling and as you're approaching the budget you have set for your gambling that week or that night or that month, you get a warning on your phone up. Oh, you're reaching, you're getting close to your budget. Better stop gambling right now. So is, I'm wondering if this is part of like the the card that they give you to stick into the machine. Uh, I would have to imagine there would be yes. because that would be the only way they track you. It is. It's associated with that card, yes. Uh, how many times have you been to it? You, you, do you gamble at all? Have you been to casinos? I, I've been to casinos. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been to MGM As you know, I used to live in the Syracuse area, and there was the Turning Stone Casino, which was big there. I used to go on occasion, but I'm the worst gambler in the world. I might as well just give them my money. Listen, most people are the worst gamblers in the world, Mm -hmm. and most gamblers who uh, have a problem will always tell you that they win a lot more than they lose, right? because they don't want anybody to know how much money they're spending. Mm -hmm. I would think that And again, this is a voluntary program. Yep. So if you that would be more for like the old lady who goes, I don't want to spend more than a hundred and fifty dollars today. But or, I don't or think they, But they don't have a problem. Those old that, ladies. But that's the that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like yes, it's a nice idea. Mm-hmm. But what's stopping somebody from saying, Well, okay, I've reached my hundred and fifty. Let's say you put it a limit of five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You put a five hundred dollar limit. I only wanted to spend five hundred dollars here today. Mm-hmm. That might be a nice reminder that you've reached your limit, but all you gotta do is take the card out and just put more money into the machine. If you, what, there's nothing stopping you from going to the ATM. Well, to get more money out until your ATM runs out of money because you've drained your own bank account. But I'm saying there's no, it's not really like a, a perfect program, right? You know, you you would have to be willing to want to do this mm-hmm. versus, hey. What's the, what's, I bet you if I just put another 20 down, I could win next time. Right, that's, I'm, that's, I'm 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 right around the corner from a big win. I can feel it. Yeah, that gambling. doesn't usually work. No. Only gambling I do, by the way. I love to play poker, but it's mostly just for the social aspect of it, and I know if I play a poker game, I'm going in with the idea I'm probably going to lose my money anyway. I take a gamble coming in here every day. <laughs> you do. But so far, it's paid off. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Paid yes. off like a, like a state lottery, where like one in four might be a good chance, <laughs> or one in ten. Maybe they need to put our paychecks on a scratch off system. They should, you know, mm-hmm. just a little more incentive. Like yeah. maybe one paycheck's going to be really big. Yeah, I don't. I I've never seen a big paycheck from here. Speaking of payment, TurboTax is in trouble. Right around tax time, the Federal Trade Commission suing TurboTax, saying the popular tax filing tool is often billed as free. But it's not free. Well, Turbo, Turbotax heavily stresses the free nature of its service. I've always wondered that anyway. like how do, you know they always say that Turbotax is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm like, well, how are you making money? Like I don't understand how you're making money off this, right? I use a service. I think it's it's called online taxes and I've been using it for like a, a dozen years probably. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy because they keep all your information from the previous year. Sure. Uh, seemingly safe enough. I mean, I'm sure anything that's online can reveal your information if somebody really wants to hack into it. But it's it takes like six steps to get logged into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I feel pretty good about it. But it costs it's like twenty dollars to file this and twenty dollars to file the, the the state. Well worth it for all the time yeah. and energy and sweat you're going to put into doing it yourself, right? And, yeah, and uh, you know, and, and not to disparage uh, accountants, but I don't have enough things to yes. require an accountant to to do. You I got no do- offshore accounts or anything like that? No, I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah, you know, they're asking about Bitcoin now on yeah. your on your tax. Returns. Really? Yeah. They're oh asking hey, do you own any Bitcoin? Huh? Because they want a piece of that pie too. I they guess. want a piece of all of it. Well I use the HR block thing by the way, and that's pretty easy too. And it costs a little bit, but you know, it's very accurate. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, It's also risk-free when it comes to a potential, you know, or at least relatively risk-free when it comes to a a potential audit by the government. Okay. But the thing with that is once you sign that paper... You're responsible for it, whether the accountant filled it out or not. I know. You're the one responsible because you are the one that's supposed to report the right numbers to him or her. Yes, but they would guide you through the process by helping you determine that you've done things properly. Anyway, don't use TurboTax. They're in trouble with the FTC. The free version of TurboTax is not even available to about two-thirds of tax filers, even though they readily advertise that to the public. Crazy. Crazy. It is. We've got highs of about 60 today. Highs in the 50s tomorrow. Rain likely both today and tomorrow. That's your news on Rock 102.
1: Are you looking for some good news?